Are you interested in free theological training? Our flagship sponsor, Midwestern Seminary, offers free theological training through their For the Church Institute. This semester, they launched three new classes, New Testament 1 and New Testament 2 with Dr. Patrick Schreiner and Missional Leadership with Dr. Charles Smith. Both have been guests of the show. These classes, along with others they offer, The Story of Everything with Jared Wilson, The Trinity with Dr. Matthew Barrett, and more are all free and accessible to you, your community group, or your church to complete at your own pace. You can learn more and sign up to begin at mbts.edu slash knowingfaith. Again, that's mbts.edu slash knowingfaith for some free theological training from Midwestern Seminary. Go check it out. Welcome to After the Fact, a Knowing Faith mini-episode where we look to take a big question and address it in just a few minutes. Our After the Fact episodes this season are brought to you by our season sponsor, Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. I love Midwestern's motto, for the church. You know, that resonates so deeply with the goal of knowing faith to see a theological movement that is from for the church. And I, and I have to just tell you all about this. If you're listening to this when the episode releases, Midwestern has just announced something that I think is unbelievable. They will be awarding 100 scholarships for residential master students that are full scholarships for the first year of residential master students. It's unbelievable. That's 100 full scholarships for the first year of a residential master's degree. So I know a lot of y'all are interested in online seminary. You're interested in distance learning. Midwestern has already been knocking that out of the park. But if you are willing to explore doing your uh, residential master's program at Midwestern, and there are so many benefits to doing residential theological education, you should check out Midwestern because this seems unprecedented to me and you would be remiss to not at least consider that. So joining us today is Dr. Charles Smith. Dr. Smith is the Senior Vice President for Institutional Relations and Assistant Professor of Christian Leadership. Dr. Smith, welcome to After the Fact. Thank you for joining us. Kyle, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right, so here's your big question, Dr. Smith. Are we wrong to learn leadership lessons from Old Testament stories? We know the Bible's not about us. We want to be good Bible readers. The Bible's a book about God and his grand story in the world. You are somebody who has written and thought and taught a lot on the nature of Christian leadership. Is it bad Bible reading? Are we bad Bible students if we read Old Testament stories and one of the things we learn from them are some leadership lessons. Is that bad? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And it, it may not be vogue, but I think it's biblical. And I want to tell you why. Man, when I teach leadership, I actually think the Old Testament is the most foundational and I would even argue important aspect of, of what we want to talk about when we consider the topic of Christian leadership. We often come to Christian leadership in 2023 thinking we're stealing something from the Harvard Business Review or corporate America, yeah. and we're going to sprinkle some some passages on it and make it Jesus-y. Mm. But really, when you think about biblical leadership, it really begins in Genesis 1-1 and those five words, in the beginning, God created. And so we, we often look at the Old Testament and ask questions of how, mm -hmm. how do we discern God's will? How do we develop character? How do we build community? How do we solve conflict? And all these sorts of things. And those are great questions. And the Bible speaks to those things, including throughout Old Testament narrative. 
But those things are all predicated on a deeper theological foundation that is really a question about who, not how. Hmm. And the question of who is, who is God? Mm -hmm. What is God's character? What is the mission of God? That's a popular theological conversation right now. And so when I look at Genesis 1, I see that we we serve a God who's big and holy and a creative God. And he stepped into time and space. I would say he took initiative for his glory and our good. Mm -hmm. I I define leadership as taking initiative for the glory of God and the good of others. So I think, man, when we go to the Old Testament, those very first words are an answer to our question, who is God? And then as we read just a few more verses, God has not only spoken and not only stepped into time and space, he's created uh, man and woman in his image and called us to create order and take dominion and create space for others to flourish, all those sorts of things. And so, man, I want to double down on your question and say, not only should we learn things from the narratives and just the stories of people like Abraham and Joseph and David and Moses and all the rest, we ought to be looking even deeper than that because all those things emerge from this fact that God exists and he's, he's created us in his image and we're restless beings. Mm-hmm. I've heard somebody say that before, that part of being made in the image of God is to be restless. Mm-hmm. And I think we see that in Genesis. And so as that unfolds, we should understand those narratives in the concept of the mission of God and the mission of the church, what God's up into the world. And, and, and what God is up to is uh, he, he has own mission to make himself known yeah. as king. Yeah. Right. And he invites us into that process. So yeah, when I, when I read Joseph, I go, man, th- there are tons of stories in here of wisdom and providence and patience. I mean, mm-hmm. think about Joseph with his brothers uh, that could not be more relevant even to leadership in secular spheres. So there's tons there. I mean, how many sermon series have we heard on the book of Nehemiah, which is kind of cliche, but it's, it's, it's preached a lot because there's a lot there. I think the, the ditch we can fall into is just skimming the top of those stories and looking to glean these nuggets of leadership wisdom without first going, Hey, beneath all of this is a God who calls us to himself and to join him as image bearers. That's good. If you were going to, if you were just going to identify who out of the Old Testament narratives, whose kind of leadership journey do you most just sync up with? Like, is it Moses? Is it Abraham? Is it Moses? Is it David? When you look at all of the stories that we find in the Old Testament, which one of those stories for you personally have you felt like, man, that one clicks with me the most as I think about the journey of Christian leadership? Man, I think there's no question it's Moses. Uh, like when, when you look at just a biblical theology of leadership, Moses and David are kind of the two that stand out. Really, really Yahweh, Moses, David, the shepherds. But when I just read Moses' story, all the questions of who am I? Who, who am I to appeal to Pharaoh? Even I can remember reading some of those stories in my early 30s. And I'm kind of like the age of Moses at the time and go, man, I totally resonate with. So you want me to walk in there after what I've done <laughs> right. and what I know of my gifts <laughs> right. and what I sense of my world. And the answer is the answer we all need to hear. And it's back to what I began with, which is really not as much about who you are, but who I am. Right. And so, man, that story, the story of Joseph, uh, his patience, uh, his long suffering, his grace to his brothers, seeing the hand of God working through all this. I think so often if you're wired to lead, maybe if you have a spiritual gift of leadership, you're just constantly like wanting to white knuckle things and force things into being. 
and you have a hard time making sense of all the cul-de-sacs and U-turns of life. Yeah. And I think when you look at Joseph's, Joseph's life, you go, my goodness, like God, God was super ordaining all of that for his glory and Joseph's good. It was all perfectly timed. Uh, and we just need to trust. And that's that's easy to say. It's hard to do. But those stories, man, are such an encouragement to me and my own leadership. Me too, brother. Me too. Well, Dr. Smith, thank you for joining us on After the Fact. So grateful to be here. Thanks for having me. After the Fact is brought to you by Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Are you ready to take your next step in theological training? Consider Midwestern Seminary and how their For the Church vision can equip you through formal theological education. You can learn more about how to get started, and you can learn more about those 100, uh, 100% first-year residential master scholarships at mbts.edu slash knowingfaith. That's mbts.edu slash knowingfaith. Did this episode spark an interest to learn more about Jesus, the Bible, or just theology in general? You can receive free theological training through Midwestern Seminaries for the Church Institute, where you can learn more about the Old and New Testament, Christian theology, preaching, leadership, and more, even at your own pace. Learn more and get started today at ftcinstitute.com. Again, that's ftcinstitute.com for free training on Old and New Testament, Christian theology, preaching, and leadership. Go and check out these incredible resources from our season sponsor.